Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Savage Freedom Podcast. You guys know the deal. When it comes to this conversation, there are no, there is no editing. There is no holds barred. You get real raw every single time, no matter what. You're going to hear some cussing. You're going to hear some... Uh, really powerful conversation today. I am honored and truly blessed to have a very good friend of mine who is what I would say a true and legitimate badass. This guy has been a mentor, a confidant, a leader. He is a community leader in his church and his family and his, in his local community. He's a leader, I would say nationally and now internationally. Uh, I have the great pleasure of introducing my close friend. Uh, he is an entrepreneur he is a published author, author. He's got multiple books. He's man, I don't I don't know all the things that you do. You you are you are truly an amazing and spectacular character, my friend. Everybody, this is Ramon Ray. Um, hi Ramon. Adam Smith, it's good to be here, man. And hearing that from you that I'm a badass, I will accept that with high honors and say thank you. And hey to all the savage freedoms folk. It's good to be here with Adam Smith and good to be here with you. And Adam, blessings to you and your family. So it's good to be here, man. I appreciate it, man. So I, Ray, I, Ramon, Ramon, Ray. I keep saying so it's good, always yeah. Ramon, Ramon. Que paso? So, so man, I just look. Yo soy todo está bien. Todo está bien. It's all I can do. I, that's, that's all I can do. That's what you got. I'm <laughs> so excited about this conversation. What you, what it, for you listening, you're not watching. What you can't see is that Ramon has damn near a permanent smile across his face. I, I, you know, man, I've never met anybody. I love what I do. Truly, yes. truly love yes, what I do. You do. Uh, and and it's and it's such a passion driven thing. And I've not met as many, or very many people out there who love what they do as much as I do. And you're one of those guys. You really yes. do love what you do. I do, Adam. I, I wake up excited. I mean, as you know, we're in some similar uh, communities, 5 a.m., Breakfast Champions, or being on a stage. I do love it. I mean, the 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 business part of making the money that I think for any of us who haven't perfectly figured it out, that's always going to be there in some way. But doing it, Adam, it's like, Ramon, got another contract speaking somewhere, kid in the candy store. Ramon, you get to host and interview somebody, kid in the candy store. You get to be with Adam. He's going to interview you, Kid in the Candy Store. Just before we went online, I was on live TV on a uh, judging uh, kid, some youth who were in a young entrepreneur academy in Rochester, New York, you know, remote. So, yes, Adam, I love what I do. And and can you, <laughs> will you please share, because sure. I know that you do a lot. So yep. 
Can you just let everybody listening, sure. can you list out all the verticals? Can you list out sure. all the things that you do? Yeah, I make my money, and that's the easiest way to describe it, two and a half ways. One, and I know in your world there's no half, so why did I just say two, half to Adam Smith? Smith? Oh, my God. Oh, I just opened a can of worms. <laughs> there's no half. I want a yes or no answer. I've seen you, brother. So, but yeah, the, the bottom of it is, is one of a motivational speaker. Uh, so that's one line of revenue. Companies pay me to speak at events, motivational speaker and or event host. And as you may know, Adam, those listening, as we teach and help others listening, event hosting, we're the MC, similar skill, but it's different than being the motivational keynote speaker. So I do that quite a bit to large business uh, brands and other, other companies as well. You and I will be on stage together next few uh, months. So that's one. Uh, number two, I build niche publications. I built smarthustle.com and sold it. I built smallbiztechnology.com and sold it. I built Small Business Summit and sold it in addition to other companies that I didn't sell that I disbanded, dissolved, failed at. And until I sell them, and make money on that exit, as it were. The revenue from that comes through sponsored content. So my current business, zoneofgenius.com, started from zero, Adam, domain name I bought, nothing. I love being behind the eight ball or whatever you want to call it. I'm building that now. And in due time, we will get sponsored posts. Someone will pay me to put an article together above board. You know, no hanky-panky. Uh, sure. could be a, um, uh, you know, Microsoft new Surface. Hey, Ramon, can we pay you to promote the Surface? And then at one point, one to three years, I hope to sell that. I will sell it. So that's kind of the basic things I do in addition to a mishmash of other stuff. Man, I, you know, that's... You have your hands in a lot. Somebody asked me the other day. I was on. A, I was on. So we were uh, breakfast with champions. So what? Those of you listening, I should, yeah, yeah. Put you got to. So tell. Can you? Well, first of all, I'm going to take it over because I just got to say this. Go For ahead. those of you who don't know, again, breakfast with champions is a, is on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is a social media audio app. Mm -hmm. Um, if you ever want to rub elbows with highly highly successful people to the extent of having, I would almost go as far as saying direct access to them. Mm -hmm. Clubhouse is, is the way to do it. And right. one of those, uh, one of those rooms, one of the rooms in clubhouse is a room called breakfast with champions. Right. And every morning, uh, Monday through, was it Monday through Saturday? Monday through Saturday, 5am, 5am <laughs> starts in the morning, Monday through Saturday, 5am breakfast with champions comes on and it is spectacular. Tell, tell, like explain yeah. what breakfast of champions is. And sure. more importantly, more importantly, what your role is inside of it. Absolutely. So Glenn Lundy, about two and a half years ago, give or take a broken man, addicted, jailed, uh, all kind of issues in his life, as it seems like many of us are in one way or the other, abused something in that community. We are now survivors and thrivers. So Glenn Lundy founded this community and he said, you know what? I'm going to be on Clubhouse doing motivation, education, inspiration every day. He raised the flag, as it were. My friend Seth Godin talks about that. Other people joined with him and said, yep, we want to do this. So Monday through Saturday, we have segments, 30-minute segments where it could be uh, Dr. Janie Lacey, talking yeah. about trauma and communication. It could be TM Hyman talking about leadership. It could be Stephen Kuhn talking about how you can buy a company with no money, using somebody else's money, bring them together. Weird stuff, but it works. Uh, so that's what you're going to get, an eclectic mix of experts across all industries live on this social audio app. Yeah, and what do you do now? With oh, yeah. <laughs> Glenn Lenny gave me, uh, he runs, he ran it, he owned it, and he gave me this organization sometime uh, last year. And uh, my job is to uh, be the cattle herder. What I'm doing now, Adam, is two things. One, I'm looking for ways, how can we grow it and monetize it? Because currently, as we're speaking about business and whatever we talk about, when people's voices are there, there's more we could do to amplify it. That does take some money. So I'm figuring out how do we monetize what we have? But in the meantime, my job is to... Uh, 
uh, heard the cats. You know, people want to come on as speakers. They don't want to come on. Somebody says, Adam Smith, I didn't like his voice. He said this about me. I get those calls. I get those DMs. Ramon, she went one minute over. Wait, wait. wait. Have you have you gotten have you gotten a direct message or a message about something that I've said on Breakfast with Champions? Please uh, tell me yes. Uh, not directly what you said, but how you said it. Oh, what was it? Please tell me. I want to know. Oh, I want to know. I want to know. Come on. What was it? That How How did I say it exactly that you're, pissed someone off? You're, you're a spicy guy. And I think it takes time for people to understand that Adam is a spicy guy and he does it because we need it. Put it that way. <laughs> and I'll just tell you, Adam, listen, you're an in-your-face guy. And I was with our mutual friend, Gary, who yep. was in Dallas, this ESPN general wants to be in sports. And you grilled him. And again, here, people missed the con context. But Adam Smith is all about from leadership and his training, things he's done. You know, if he asks you, do you want a donut or not? Adam doesn't want to hear, uh... Uh, do you want a donut? Yes or no? That's it. Or if he asks, how much do you weigh? How much money? All these things that Adam can do and get in if you give him permission. Because Adam's a nice guy and honorable. If you give him permission, he will, you can, whatever word you want to say, Adam, break you down and build you up. Yeah, well, you know what? We we strip away the bullshit. It, like the the problem is, is that modern entrepreneurs, and you've had this experience. Modern entrepreneurs, um, it, it, not just modern entrepreneurs, people in general in modern society, they have decided to layer, uh, add layer upon layer upon layer of of bullshit. There's all these reasons why things happen in their life. All these reasons why they are where they are. All these reasons why they they look or feel or whatever it might be, the way they look or feel or the lack of success or what, whatever it might be. All these, and it's just, it's like a giant onion of bullshit. And the thing that I, I, what I want for people really, truly, it's the same thing you want. The way we go about it is very different. R Ramon is a smile, laugh and hug guy. And I am a, I'm going to smile. Why punch you in the throat guy? Like that's that. <laughs> <laughs> and we can learn from each other, Adam. I must say, and I think, can you unpack that a bit more, Adam? Is there a part though? Where there is an excuse that's viable, meaning uh, help me on because I always wondered about you. If if our mutual friend Scott, yeah, somebody on his team, sales drop, they mm -hmm. didn't sell the cars that month. Are you saying there's always something you could have done, or at some point will you say, dude, I've grilled you for six hours, you've done everything there can to do. This had nothing to do with you. We had a nuclear war, so nothing you could do. Can you I, look, help me understand? I that? think that there's a I think there's a, a lot, I think there's a lot of variables and that there's a lot of X. We'll say, um, Ex potential external circumstances that could play into a, 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 a the lack of a desired outcome or desired yeah. outcome. But you know, Ramon, I think ultimately, brother, I, I think what it comes down to is that we've been we've been so conditioned that our feelings are more important than the reality, the facts of the reality. You're right. That that's that's where we go with those stories. And I think you're really good at it. You actually have your own way of stripping away those pieces and using humor. Like one of the guy, one of my favorite. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. My favorite thing ever this is my most favorite thing. Can you please share the, the white baby, black baby? Can you please oh. share? Can you please share that? Because it was so spectacular. In fact, I wish I had those slides so that we could show the slides on video while you do it. But it's, it was, it was such a phenomenal way Thank you. to eliminate a, the possibility of someone potentially being offended yes. because they lead with feelings yes. and open up the room to the reality that like stop being dumb when it comes to this thing and realize that we're, we're, we're here for the same reason.
And you can see, Adam, that when I do this, people clench their butts together. And by the way, when you saw it, Adam, I believe it was the first time. I just get downloads. You know, and I every every speech I get is a bit different. Now, this one I roll with and I built it in. But bottom line, here it goes. I'll just start it out what it is. Adam, but you have to say, and welcome Ramon Ray to the stage. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Ramon Ray to the stage. Last week, I did some research. I did some research with black babies and their mamas. Right then, Adam, right then, the room freezes. The event planner is like, no. I remember. I was Damn. there, and I'm laughing. I'm, I'm, I was, I don't know if you saw me or not, but you, you know my heart. I, I was already giggling in the. <laughs> so I start there. The bottom line is I did research and find out that guess what, everybody? Black babies need hugs, love, affection, all of a sudden. I pause. Because half the other room, whether it's white or blacks or Spanish or Chinese, and then I continue on, of course. I, I did a research for white babies too. By then, 30% of people know where I'm going. But you're right, Adam, because when you start out with those polarizing words, Sadly, because the state of America is in, yeah, people freeze. And there are jerks and idiots. But I'm telling you, we got to lighten up people. We, yeah. And as you say, people are different, but they're the same. Yeah. So, you know, I don't see myself as the Chris Rock or take your pick of the guy of the day. I, I don't see myself as that person. But sometimes I hope through my talk, I can gently, I'm not as bold as you, Adam, but I can gently slide through what I'm trying to say not say it that's me i I, and i think it's i think it's brilliantly done and it's done in such a way like oh god i just i was (laughs) i loved it because that's you i loved it so i was like yes please let's do this this is awesome i know where this is going this is spectacular i love ramon for doing this but you know like you know here's the thing ramon i'm curious about your take on this because Mm -hmm. what you said was we're 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 all different but we're all the same Mm -hmm. Uh, you know i wholeheartedly believe and i preach this religiously to an extent which is you're not special like you as an individual in general you're not special you are unique there's a difference between the two yeah like, no for sure and i think yeah go please uh-huh you don't know what i was gonna say where yeah. where where what is your experience with it you speak to so many people you engage with so many people you see them firsthand you like what is there your experience in that I think we're not special in two ways, Adam. One, we're not special. And I think the the negative way is because everybody's gone through some jacked up stuff. That's one thing, especially coming to BWC, Breakfast Champions, even though I'm a grown man, 50 years old, being in that community with the headphones on, you know, hours a day, you're hearing people, my father abused me. Yeah. My uncle would open the door at night. My mother tried to burn me in an oven. My father punched me in the face when I was three. You realize, Adam, okay. of the world is jacked up. But look at Adam Smith today. Look at Ramon today. Look at this person today. We are are, uh, thrivers. You get what I mean? So yes, compassion on the person that's had stuff happen. Absolutely, Adam. Absolutely. Some little girl that's happened to her, some little boy, for sure. But at some point in your life, as I tell people in my own family and community, listen, Chica, listen, girl, listen, guy, you're 15 now. You're 18. You're 22. You're 24. That person said you were a dumb blah, 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 blah. When you were seven, you still hanging on to that? Mm-hmm. You got to let that nonsense go. Yeah. That so, helpful? So, yeah. So what? So this is the thing I actually want to know. This is actually a question that I wrote down. I don't ever prep for any of these. I know. I know. I, the only thing I do is look up like websites and some social media. So I understand who I'm talking to, what their background is, and if it's going to be an interesting conversation. Um, the, the, I actually have one question. And the one, the one question that I, I want to ask more than anything else, because I haven't heard this from you. And that is, where did you start? And what drove you to get to where you are? Wow. That's a good question. Um, well, I started in Midwest. That's where I was born. 
And I'm guessing, Adam, because other people had different experiences, that's where I started. So I believe my middle folksy, Midwesternish, maybe, I don't know. You know, we are the only black family in a sea of white folks. My best friend, Tommy Johnson, he's a weatherman in Tennessee. And we, <laughs> we, we fought so much. We had like a shrub between us. Our parents would split us up. Then we'd be back the next minute talking between the shrubs until our parents, you boys are on punishment. So that's where I started. And yeah. I think that maybe rounded me to just believe in the positivity of people because I didn't know he was white. I didn't know I was black until probably went to New York City, as it were, metaphorically. You know, I just didn't. Yeah. He was my best friend. I love this kid. Our little, the, uh, uh, the, the big, big wheels, big wheel yeah, bikes yeah, yeah. and all yeah. that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. So so that's what started. And then from there, you know, my parents happened to be ministers, uh, they're Christians and brought up in the church, Adam. And I'm sure that molded me to some degree. Part of my experience was working at the United Nations for over 10 years before I got fired. Um, and then what'd I think- get, Wait, wait, what'd you get fired for? Uh, I can't tell you, Adam. I was on a secret mission and um, really- uh, <laughs> Adam's laughing. He's well like, well, you played. wouldn't have anything like that. Sorry, buddy. You can't pull that on me. <laughs> no. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no, I had permission to have a side business. And as you may get a sense in the government, you have to ask about it. So I had permission. There's one of those guys, Adam, one of those guys. I pray for him. I should pray for him every night. He was very jealous because I got a job he wanted. Mm. He made a stink about it. Then the permission was revoked. Mm. But I had the taste of entrepreneurship in my mouth. I had already tasted it, so I couldn't let it go. And my contract wasn't renewed, so I was fired. So fair enough. That started me. That started me on, and it's in my bio. I wrote with that too. Everything's negative to me. I I should have a shirt. I was fired, and and that became who I was today. It forced me at him because then I had some entrepreneurial. I had some money. I was doing some speaking. When I got fired, nothing was for free. I had to you know go full tilt and become the person I am today. And it's been in it's been in jumps, Adam. I'm sure your career to some degree, the person I am today at 50 years old, who I am today, I hope I've learned a lot in the past 20 years. I'm not then, but it's all been stepping stones of help. And I think the aspect of positivity, Adam, maybe it's been part of BWC, but I'd like to think I've always been, and I have a question for you. Oh. I've always been the person that has that positivity, that smile. Mm -hmm. Um and I'll slide into my question for you, totally different-ish. Um, I love Secret Service agents. I'm sure you've worked with some scene one of that type. Yep, and on. they seem to be a lot of, they remind me of you, Adam, to a degree, Midwestern-ish. Yeah. Meaning these guys, you wouldn't know who they are in public. They could be shoe shiners, milkmen, a ready smile. But as you know, these are deadly warriors. So my point being, what I'm getting at is that there was a, a, a somebody burst into our church, a group of youth, masks on, bats, rush to the pulpit. I jump up. Literally, Adam hit one in the throat. My pastor jumps up and says, Ramon, it's a play. The adrenaline was shaking. So my question to you is to First be a all, war. Good job. Yeah, please. Good Thank job. you. Good job. Can you give me a stick or a pen or something? Yeah, you need a gold star for that one. That's awesome. I'm so glad to make you. That makes yes. me smile. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of myself because no training. I don't have your background, but I, my question, I was just curious, and we can go on what you wanted to talk about. I was curious. Do you think people are born and indexed with something in them to do certain things. Cause I had no training about it, but that was my first thing, Adam, to jump up and protect. That was um, it. You know, it, that's a really interesting question. Cause that dives into, you know, one of the realms that I, I personally love a lot, which is, which is human psychology and mm -hmm. the psyche. And, and if, 
human human psychological development what people don't realize is that human psychological development starts legitimately starts at conception and mm-hmm. the energy and the energy the tension the stress the hormones inside of the mother's body has a direct input and effect on specifically the right hemisphere of the brain which is the emotional processing space of the brain mm-hmm. and that in the first thousand days from conception until about three years old the right hemisphere is in is in development and this is where we learn we have fight flight or freeze those are inherent traits based on human survival and general across the board, but how we process that information with regards to danger and the emotional response we have to that information, to those, to those, um, external stimuli that really gets developed in the first thousand days Mm. of, of life. So from conception and until three years old, uh, and then we get into the concept of like ration, reason, logic that actually doesn't get solidly developed in the prefrontal cortex until about 25, 24, 25. And when we hit that prefrontal cortex piece. So you know, I would say twofold. One is, uh, I think that there are people who are born with genetic traits to be forward-leaning, assertive, and aggressive, and those traits are either nurtured or dampened. They're mm. they're not nurtured, and I think that's mm. I think that's done through. We're talking about the psyche of an individual. That's done through emotional development by parents, the people they're surrounding themselves with, but then also. Um, and also, uh, through, uh, through observational experience, sure, sure. you know? And so I, I would say that I think that there are people born to be warriors mm. and I think there are people born to be gardeners. Absolutely. And we, we need them both. We need both. Yeah. You know, we need both. Yeah. Uh, I was just curious. I, yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. And also, I can remember reading books as a kid, like uh, FBI books and, you know, uh, Horseman of the Plains, just book about, you know, General Custer. And I, so I don't know. I just, we can move on. But I was just curious. No, I, I love it. Why I'm, I did I'm that. so glad that you jumped up and throat punched somebody. That's awesome, dude. That's so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even it's, even just a few years ago, we were doing some volunteer work at a drug rehab center. They had a fight. You know, guys are kind of rowdy, getting off drugs and all kind of things. And there was yeah. a fight. My wife was over there, Adam. I'm the only dude. Out of, out of our church, who went over there, stood, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I knew if there was a punch, I was going to receive it instead of her, and I was going to fight back. Well, yeah, 100%. Of course you were. But nobody else did it with me. Yeah, well, so, so now, now we go, so, okay, all right. What what are your personal core values? Okay. Do you, have okay. you ever written them down? Uh, well, I have, our corporate values are have fun and do the right thing. Have fun so maybe that index right isn't thing. too personal, but help me out. So I, yeah, maybe, yeah, let's go. Tell me. Well, I love that. Okay. Have fun and do the right thing. So, so if you, if I like just off the top of your head, like if I were to say what are, what's Ramon Ray's core values on how he chooses to live his life. Honesty, honesty. Beautiful. What's I think the that's the one? one thing. And I get ready to cry as I say it, Adam, I have paid my staff. I have paid people who I wanted to work with me, giving them a little bit of money ahead of time. You know, we're going back and forth on Upwork, some freelance side. I'm like, dude, let's stop. I've already wired $100 to your account already because I know you don't trust me, but I think you're a great videographer and I want you to trust me. Here's the $100. Can you start the work now? They're like, oh, sure. I'm like, why are we arguing about $20, $30, $50 an hour? This is stupid. So if that's helpful, that's just me. Okay. What's another one? Okay. Um, that may be it, Adam, to do the right thing because everything else I don't take myself too seriously. So how about integrity? Well, yeah, but okay, to me that was part of it. Do the right thing. Integrity for sure. Honesty above all. Integrity. Absolutely. This okay. is for sure. What else? Um, oh, What's another one? Okay. What do you call the thing where you don't want to hurt someone's feelings and you're willing to listen to them? As BWC, I find that people have told me, Ramon, I, we've had a lot of meetings and heartaches. And they said, Ramon, we appreciated that you heard us out. Even uh, I didn't have to. Em- empathy? 
Okay. I I like I would that go way. probably empathy would be I think empathy would probably be one of those. Okay. All right. Do you have any others? Uh, I definitely don't like to see the underdog taking take making uh taking advantage of my kids. They were young and dumb, laughed at the humpback of Notre Dame. Silly little book, you know, kids book. They started laughing. Oh, or the elephant man, you know, had yep. elephant yeah, tigers yeah, yeah. in the Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Adam, I I got enraged at my kids and started crying. They're like, Dad, are you okay? I'm like, never, ever make somebody fun of somebody like that. So maybe that's a third one. I just don't like underdogs being beaten up kids who have you know some stuttering or they're blind and other kids around them i will go even now i feel the adrenaline i will go berserk i will defend them there's a word i'm looking for right now and i want to say um it's it's um oh man it's it's a a, gosh dang it what is the word it's like gpt what we're doing it's not it's yeah chat chat gpt we're gonna figure it out right now hey what's the word that incorporates a synonym too um it's it's um um it's it's not it's not justice. That's not it's not injustice. That's not it. It's not saintly behavior. That's not it. It's uh gosh dang it. I'll you know what? I'll think of it. Um uh it's not empathy, not compassion. Or maybe it's compassion. Maybe compassion is actually the word. Compassion, because compassion requires empathy, empathetic understanding, which is the um, the ability to understand and and even potentially feel an emotion that someone else might be feeling. But, but is there a stronger word, Adam? Because it seems like, you know how you have those criminals, but yeah. they're honest people. So compassion, I, I can hear that. I don't know the word either, yeah. but I wonder, is there another word that's stronger? Because I have an, a visceral reaction yeah, when yeah, the yeah. underdog is defeated. So it, compassion, I'll take that. But you know, it's like the gangster who kills everybody, but then like there's a little grandmother crossing the street and she's innocent. Stop the war, everybody. I'm going to kill all of you if you don't help her. We're helping this lady. Yeah. After the lady's gone, yes, yes, yes. he starts the war again and kill, you know. It's yeah, weird. man. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of the word. It's not, maybe it's, it's not, I don't know. Is it chivalrous? Is it, is it chivalry? Is that? Oh, it could be on that side. Cause I do have that in me. Like, oh, you know what, Adam? Now see, now we're getting from one's brain. I think I may get some of that from my father. Hmm. He wasn't Now He was a pastor for years and I never saw his negative side. He has a big scar from the Navy. So I never saw that. I was too young, but he would always hold doors, open doors, move to the side when the lady's walking just, but I think, cause he died many years ago. But maybe part of that, going back to DNA, you said nurture nature, maybe part of that side is from him. And I don't realize it. Maybe I blossomed it and developed it from him. I, yeah, that's that's an actual, that's a real, that's a, I think that's a real legitimate thing. I, You know, I, I have this conversation, mission, vision, core values. And when I talk to business leaders, I, the first question I ask them nine times out of 10, if I don't see them posted on the walls, mm. um, is I'll ask, hey, what are your core values? Mm. And they say, well, we, you know, we have them on the website. We have them on the internet. But that's cool. What does that do for you? Is anybody living those core values? Is your company executing uh, its operations based on those core values? And and it's they say, well, what are yours? And I go through the list, like impact, integrity, discomfort, action, communication, uh, di- direct, direct, like being direct. We're not yes. going to beat around the bush. Profit and violence. I love it. And for sure, I the discomfort, I tell the story that you've told of you uh, being butt naked. My words sounds better. You being butt naked, going to help a friend's father or grandfather out. <laughs> uh, you know, that that's yeah. that's you. Yeah. Would Ramon do that? No. Halfway <laughs> through, I'm, the water's getting to my neck. I'm like, uh, dude, your dad's going to have to die. I'm sorry. Thanks. <laughs> There's gators and poo. There's gators and poo in this water. I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling triple A. Adam be like, Ramon, nah, we got to go. Like, no. I'm going to stop at Wendy's, brother. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just calling it like I'm gonna get a double. I'm gonna get a double. I'm gonna get double cheese with some fries in this. We're gonna go. I'll hold your shirt for you while you come back. (laughs) Oh man! So you know, I would love. 
I would love to know from your perspective and we talk about everything we, mm-hmm. we like this in, in the Savage Streets podcast, I cover all topics. We had a conversation. I had a conversation at, I was getting some work done. I got a haircut, had a little bit of space, wanted to get some work done. We decided to get lunch and was sitting at this bar top in a restaurant. And I had a, mm-hmm. there was a young lady who was talking about the concept of humane violence. Mm-hmm. We did a pod, I did a podcast on that, um, did a podcast on the difference between goals and targets. We, we talk about everything. Like I said, there's no holds. What I want to know is what is, what's the one thing in general that you don't get to talk about that you're passionate about. And, and it's something that you, it's a topic that you would love to talk about. Like, what's the thing? Wow. Adam, is anybody listening? Um, <laughs> don't worry. I don't have that many <laughs> listeners. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I think the one thing that I, I find disheartening is the state of America and that everybody's going to be different for sure. Adam may like green m M&M. You know, let me be more real. No, I'm not going to go that far, Adam. I won't go that far. I don't like green m M&M. <laughs> You know, but 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 whatever the rights of all kinds of people, all the rights, this, that, and the other, and this matters yeah. and that matters. It saddens me, Adam, that Adam has to, and he doesn't, but as an example, Adam has to hate me, dislike me, cancel me, cancel me, not want me, mm. because I believe that. Mm. And even further, which I don't like, wants to force me to it. That, Adam, uh, it, it really bothers me the state we're at. Um, yes, I have very strongly held beliefs in certain things mm-hmm. that I would say, Adam, you're wrong about. <clears throat> this is not the way to do it. I disagree. We shouldn't drive cars upside down. And if I was Adam, I would say what I really mean, but I'm going to pause there if Adam <laughs> will allow me. But we shouldn't drive cars upside down. I think it's wrong. But if Adam wants to drive cars upside down and he wants to do it and he's not forcing me to have my kids to drive cars upside down, why can't we just somehow live together? So that's the one thing, Adam, that really bothers me about where we're going. You and I have talked about it before. Yeah. Um, I think it's a sad place to be that we can't generally respect each other. And I'll go further. Oftentimes, those that say they respect each other or let's empathize, empathize mm-hmm. I don't think they mean it. Because when they say, we all believe in things, and I say, great, I'm going to have an American flag shirt. No, no, let's not do that. We don't want to. F- I thought you said everything can go. Mm-hmm. I want to have an American flag shirt. That's what I think. You know what? I first of all, I will say, uh, I respect your well-worded and carefully articulated. Wow! Dance, thank you, Adam. Dance through the minefield. <laughs> Adam's getting a softer heart in his old age. Wow! Well, well let me you know, a I once had a very good friend of mine uh, send me a message, and he said, "Hey, I just want you to know that if I'm connected to you, the things that you say." could potentially reflect upon me. And I said, uh, and I, and I said, I understand. I I understand. I, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I hate it. It really pisses me off. It actually like that visceral feeling that you got about your children, making fun of people that did had no choice to be who they were. Cause that's who they were. I have the same visceral reaction because here's the thing. I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. One of the things that I absolutely hate across the board is the inability to have open discourse in conflict, not, not confrontation. There's a difference, right? Like having conflicting views just means that we disagree, but if we don't have the ability to have open discourse in conflict and all it is, is ad hominem attacks in confrontation, then there's only one possible response on the other side. There's only one and it's, and it's fighting. Like straight. The reason why one of my core values is violence. Yeah. And, and it literally, I, and I have it defined it. Violence is an asset that creates change as long as it's used for good reasons for, by good people. Yeah. 
right? The urine. And, and 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 the piece that I hate the most, I'm I'm right there with you, Ramon. I agree with you. I think that is a that is a for you. I know in the spaces that you run in, the operations that you do, and the people that you engage with. I know that you have to be mindful and cognizant about the language that you use and and uh, and the conversations that you have because because I understand your higher purpose. Like I and, and purpose. it's amazing. I want to have another guest. I'm not going to call this guest name, but you know him. He's hung with one of our other mutual friends, a lady who you open for and she's open for you on Clubhouse. I'll leave it at that. Got it. <laughs> but her friend, her yep. male friend, but you know, he has some wealth and he's and he said, no, we can set we want. So I'd love to have a conversation with you both, you and him, because he's from the mind. No. If you build your own wealth, have your own stuff, it inculcates you against that. But Adam, it doesn't. I haven't, I haven't had a chance to tell him that yet because even the government can pull money from your bank account. I'm not a legal person, but meaning if you go too far, they can say, Adam Smith, we're labeling him as such. Therefore, well, money out of his account. You, you, you're not kidding. Uh, you right. can go one step further. In fact, we're seeing this firsthand. We're seeing a significant over. And when I'm look, I'm not going to beat around the bush. A significant overreach from bureaucracies and bureaucratic yeah. organizations like the ATF, like and we'll and this is the FBI is a bureaucratic organization. We're seeing a definitive double standard. Yeah. We're seeing ATF agents without warrants come and knock on doors to try and confiscate goods and products from people that they purchased legally. We're seeing we're seeing uh, laws getting laws being created through bureaucratic policy, not through legislative process that's supposed to happen uh, based on the Constitution and really the, the the legislative process we've established in the United States through Congress, Senate, and the president. So there, I agree with you. you I, I don't disagree. And also, I do think that there's a, a level of truth with regards to the more wealth, the more insulation, because then you have the money there's to a level fight for it. Sure. Then yeah. you have the money to fight it. Yeah. I just meant, though, that, you know, don't kid yourself. As long as you're on the grid or whatever, some government could do anything. To the point, Adam, going back to fairness, or I forgot where I was going to say but that, in the same way, Adam, that it, this goes both ways with what I'm trying to say, yep. quote unquote, the left, whatever the left may mean, green, sure. uh, we'll call them that. If they have too much power and abuse it and come after you or I, the same justice I have, if the right or whatever you want to call it has yep. power, I don't want them going that side because to your point, the only thing that's left is war. But yeah. if both sides say, great, Adam Smith, he wants to never wash for 75 days. God bless him. Go for Go it. For it. <laughs> Go for it. If you want to mistake, you mistake. Yes. And it gets worse, of course. <laughs> These are silly examples. But meaning, yes, we want our airlines to be safe. They should have laws so the plane doesn't crash. I get it. We want to have some whatever laws for driving a vehicle. I don't want somebody running into me in the barrier. There's some things I believe we all want. But beyond that, as far as how we speak and talk and think, religion or not religion, books, yep. no books. Yep. Really? So so that's the, talking about what I want to talk about, what I'd say, Adam, that's the really burning thing in my mind as an entrepreneur, as a business person, all that. You know, I can deal with that. But I think where this country that I love and that we fought for and died for, and it, again, I don't have to say it, but I'm going to say it, not being politically correct, it's true. It's warts and all. We're humans. Yeah. We've all made mistakes. I made mistakes yeah. as a father. But my point is, Adam, when you go around the world, you've been like more countries than I have, people still want to come here. You yes, go to from do. Jamaica to India, opposing views. My Jamaican friends, Mon Miss Amy, come here. I can stop <laughs> and have a dream. My Indian friends, they're tired of going to the DMV, which we go to every day. Sadi said, We don't have your license. The 20th time, my friend's like, okay, I gotta slip him $20. From it, they're tired of that. Yeah. They're like, let me come to America because we know if the state trooper stopping us, 99.9%, that dude don't care about me. Here's your ticket. Good day, man. Yep, that's exactly right. And and there, and I think that's a and this is the I, preach. This is the thing that uh this is the thing that gets me down in my core or down in my, the, the the core, my core, that's that the deepest part of my being. And that is 
And one of the reasons why I, I just appreciate you and, and respect you and like you as much as I do is because at, at the end of all of this, there's an ability to have a conversation. There's an ability to accept someone else's potential, someone else's opposing view and recognize, because this is the thing, you know what I want? I want you to have your opinion and I want you to let me have my opinion and I want to share it with you and you can share it with me. Then I want you to go on your happy little way and live your happy little life. And, and, and for lack of a better word, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like that's really what it boils down to. I just, I want you to be able to live your life and enjoy your life. And the reason why I appreciate and respect you is I, we see the eye to eye on a lot of things. We do. We, we also, we, we also, we also disagree on a couple of things. And the things that we disagree on, we, you and I could easily get into, um, go straight into the victim role. That's right. We could like, I, I'm a spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. Yep. You're a spiritual person and you adhere to, I think what yep. you, you, and you're Christian. Christian. Yeah. And you're big, you're big proponent of your church. Right. And the best part is this, like I, I could say, Oh, that's, that's dumb. Why would you ever, why would you ever be a proponent of religion yep. and blah, 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 blah. Don't you understand that religion has created mass genocide and all who like, what, what, that's a dumb conversation. It's stupid. The question and you is, and I though, we can have it. Exactly. We can have it. 100%. I love what we had at BWC, how I shut you up and shut you down. I left you stuttering. You had nothing to say when we were together in Dallas. You were making some insane arguments, and I was bringing fire to you, and you were like, Ramon, you're right. I give up, Ramon. Your arguments are too smart for me. Remember that, Adam Smith? You Did that, that happen? I don't, yeah, I don't remember, remember that? that at all. Did that yeah, actually I happen? Yeah, so. You don't remember no, that? I don't, I don't remember that at all. Are you making that up? I think you're making <laughs> <laughs> It didn't happen. Quite the opposite. Adam was bringing fire. We had that little table, you know, outside of the chair. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we were yeah. We were sitting at the other. table afterwards when everything was over. Yeah. And, we and uh, Stars Tina was just going after oh, it, wasn't she? She was just, she was like poking. She was just poking. She was she poking. Was, she was loving it. We oh, were loving man. it too. It was good. That was a lot of fun. That was really, that was really fun. You know, uh, I, I do, I just, what are, I, I want to shift gears just a little bit and Please. focus on business for a second. You, you have, um, I've watched you real time mm. shift how you show up in the market space from the first moment that I've met you up until literally this moment right now. And, um, and, and I see it in your social media presence. I see it in, I mean, look, man, you were the MC for Gary V you were, you're, you're being, you have been hired and you are now, I would, I, I would go as far as saying potentially the number one most sought after MC in the United States. And you may be humble and say, that's not the case, sure. but let's be real, man. Like the people are knocking down your doors for you to come participate Correct. and help them facilitate their, their experience because you provide such a phenomenal one. Um, what was the crucial shift? Like what was the piece that changed that you recognize that had to happen for you to be able to, to have, look, if you're listening, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're living a life, it doesn't, if you're, it doesn't even matter if you're an entrepreneur, nothing happens overnight. And anybody that says that they're an overnight success is full of crap. Cause it's just not true. That 100% not true. What you all don't see and what you all don't realize and recognize is the endless hours of constant effort, the endless hours of high pressure. How am I going to make this work? The right. endless hours of getting a product completed and then putting it into execution and action and realizing that it wasn't quite right because it's not generating revenue and having to change the entire product all over again, and then go through the production process, the testing process, the execution process, the monetization process, the marketing process. We do all of these all over again. You don't, no one sees that piece. All they see is all of a sudden, 
Ramon Ray, ladies and gentlemen, up to the stage is your next MC and the most sought after individual in the entire United States. The one, the only Ramon Ray. That's what they see, right? That's what they see. And, 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 and the reality is, is that that is not, that is not the reality, right? right. right? What, what was the piece for you? Look, I know that you grind. I know that you work. I know the hours that you put in. I know the effort that you do. I know it because I text you. I talk to you. I've, I've witnessed it firsthand. I've seen all the above, but, but something changed, bro. Something shifted in the last, I, I will say eight months. Some, something has shifted maybe even 10 months, but there has been a definitive shift and how and, you're and showing I didn't up realize in the until you just said it. I didn't realize it. I didn't think of it this way, but I believe it what I think it is, Adam. And first, I'm going to say something that may not sound right. And I would, it's hard for me to say it to somebody's face. Your face is okay because you're in the, you heard what I'm saying. I think <laughs> Yo, there's I three types radio. of, I get it. <laughs> no, not that kind of face, but <laughs> metaphorical. I think there's three types of professionals. Let me put it. That's what my guess. I love to know what you think first, then I'll give you my answer what's changed. I believe there are people who are underperformers, they're just not performing. It's obvious. They're, you know, in, in some sector. Could be me sweeping at ShopRite. I do a sucky job and I'm fired or whatever. I think it's underperformers is what I'm trying to say. I believe to the greatest is average people. They're neither here nor there. If they're gone, you know, whatever, middle. Yeah, yeah. Then I think there are special gems. They bring something of intense value that you don't forget. Adam, I've seen you. I think it was the first time I saw you full when we were together. And I came up to you after and I meant it. And I know you know I mean it. You need to rock that. Me, I know it was you. But me as a, as a performer, as one who like, if you were like in my hiring you, I'd be like, this is talent. I want this. This is a $30,000 act because you're not acting. But what you did and all that, I'm sure you talk about it on podcast. If you don't, help you break it down again. But that's your special. So for me, by God's grace, since you asked me, Adam, mm -hmm. to help others, I have been running away from Ramon for mm -hmm. a long time. And I've been trying to be the people who I admire. I've been trying to be even friends. I'll mention my friend, Seth Godin, for example, who loves me. There's nothing negative I'm saying about him, but like Seth Godin's so smart. He has a shaved head, cool glasses. He has this voice. Hey, everybody, this is Seth. Today, we're going to talk about that little umbilic, that thing in your brain, the lizard brain, and how you can change better. I, let me be him. He's smart. Let me, Steve Harvey, so funny how, how he, let me watch his suits and all this. And I was trying to be in some way everybody else had him, but not Ramon. But for whatever reason, somebody told me, I've heard it before, said, Ramon, we are hiring you for one reason, because you're you. That's all we want. We don't want nobody else to show up but Ramon. Mm. Nobody else. We want the fast talking, word stumbling over, uh, uh, maybe uh, silly humor, black baby, white baby. That's what we want. So he mm. better show up every time. And I was running from an Adam. And so what you see, I think, is me now owning who Ramon is. And I, and for money's sake, you know, we're talking about transactionally, I yeah. am selling that to the market with no shame. So you're seeing me self-promote even more, more authentically, mistakes and all. Is that helpful, Adam? And, and if you had to help me see myself, do you get a sense that maybe that's what it could be? Because I'm not even sure if that's the right answer, but I believe that's what you're saying, I think. You know, I I think that the piece that you nailed, in my opinion, is the piece of I'm selling that shamelessly. Mm. You know, look, I I these are my two takeaways. 
from that that wonderful monologue, which was I was running away from who I was. Yeah. You you know, for a guy who I've always seen, who I've always experienced as someone who knows himself mm. and 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 who I've always experienced you show up in a very authentic manner. Like, I, I haven't I haven't seen you show up right. inauthentically in my experience with you. And also for those of you listening, and I think this is really important because this is the next piece for me. This is a really important piece that you just, you gave me as a gift as an FYI. And that is what you, what we as individuals don't see in the other person when it comes to that person's battle of not just grasping identity, but, but, but owning identity. We don't see that piece. That's right. Right. Cause, because that's an internal struggle and that's an internal struggle. We all have, that's an internal struggle. We all play where we have, we might have some, uh, we might have some imposter syndrome. We right. might have some personal worth and value issues. We might have, uh, we might have a battle of self-identity because we're going through a growth phase in our life. But for you to say, I was running away from Ramon and I just have gotten to the point where I own that. And then on top of that, and, and, and I hope. I really hope you're all listening to this. This is really important to shamelessly market, promote and demand. And I think this is the piece that you didn't say. You didn't say I demand mm. my value and you promoting shamelessly and marketing shamelessly. I actually heard you do it. I don't show up for less than this. Yeah, yeah. That's not an egotistical or arrogant statement. You understand the value that you bring you, you, and, and listen, there's a difference between worth and value, right? Like what I'm worth can never be touched right. ever in a million years. Not, it doesn't matter what you say. What I'm worth is far more than anything you could ever pay me. Yes. However, the value that I bring, I can monetize that. Absolutely. I can put, can, a can put a number piece. Absolutely. And can I tell yeah. you, Adam, what I saw you do, Adam, in uh, Dallas, you've done it hundreds of times, probably I've never seen it first. I'm telling you, brother, that is a gift. There's only one other person. I've seen a lot of speakers. Again, there are a lot of speakers that are great. One of the speakers I see like that, that I admire, Marcus Lemonis of The Prophet. Mm. I saw him speak a few times. He's not on the, he's hardly on the stage. He's in the audience. He starts off, I was adopted when I was a child. I'm Lebanese. I was abused as a child. I suffer with being overweight. Now, I've been vulnerable, everybody. Can somebody be vulnerable with me? Mm. Adam? For the next 90 minutes, we are crying, sobbing, laughing with him because he just exposed himself. And Adam, when you did that, I've never seen, it wasn't a shtick, but as a speaker, speaker to speaker, that is beautiful. And that is your special, because other thing, talents you have, your stories and all kinds of things, but that's a special talent you oh, have, Adam. Man, I, I appreciate that. That's why I was like, wow, I was watching it, watching the discomfort, watching the room squirm. <laughs> and so my point is, when you dial into that, Adam, yeah. never run from it. And so for me, it's similar way, different. I show up differently to you. We both have high energy, it's different energy. Mm. And that's why I'm saying, no, this is, this is me. It's going to be maybe a little corny, a little folksy. People may think it's, is he always like this? Yep. Always like this. Always. Here's what you're going to get. So true that's story. my point. Well, yeah. I'm, thank you. That I, and I told you this before that uh, uh, that's always a humbling statement to hear. Absolutely. Um, and I really appreciate that. And, um, and, and, and you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a little FOMO. I had a little, uh, not FOMO, but uh, is it Jomo? Jealous of missing out? Like I had a little Jomo watching <laughs> watching your engagements, your actions. Like oh, I'm so, I am so freaking proud of that guy. Like, God, it's mutual, man. 
I'm so proud of what he's doing. And I'm like, why the fuck am I not there right now? Like, why did it's I like get Kobe and call? Michael Jordan probably looking at each other? Kobe's like, dang, look at this. <laughs> and then Michael Jordan gets on this court. Michael Jordan's like, so that's how we, you and I feel, right? We're two ballers, like, <laughs> and I'm, dude, I'm literally like, I, I, I was, I, just, so I'm, I'm on the road, you know, I'm on the road, I'm driving, I'm doing training here, I'm doing instruction there, I'm trying to get this, whatever, always working for the next piece, and, yes. and, uh, and I was scrolling through, and you had talked about the Gary V thing, and then I, I was watching, and I was like, wait a minute, look at all the amazing wonderful people that are at this event and i keep seeing you taking selfies and you keep taking selfies and they're showing up on my social media feed and in your stories and i'm like you're one of my favorites on instagram right so every time something pops i see it pop up top of the feed and so and so i see these selfies and i'm like dude he's hanging out with deepak chopra wait what i didn't get a phone call what did i get a phone call i didn't i want to i want to be there and i want to oh damn good for him son of a bitch no, I hear you. <laughs> same way I, I get i get to feel the same way i get it i get and it and i love it dude I, I will say like look i think one of the greatest opportunities and gifts that you've given to me and you may not know this um actually i want to say you probably don't know it because i've never told it to you mm-hmm. and and i'm going to put this out there for everybody listening i think this is really important i think that um you know and i know that and we have both learned this the hard way And that is socially, we've had to become selective about who we surround ourselves with. And, and for lots of reasons, but for the biggest reason of all is that I know that you and I've talked about this a little bit, but, um, who you surround yourself with, everybody says like your net worth is your network. There's a lot of truth to that. Uh, but really what I would like to say is that your moral value Mm -hmm. and your ethical actions are also directly related to who you surround yourself with. Furthermore, your ability to achieve greater outcomes is also directly mm. connected to who you're surrounded yourself with. And so I would go as far as saying your your character net worth is mm. based on your 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 human asset network, your people you surround yourself with. And so I think that people really need to understand and realize that if you're trying to achieve something great and you have people poo-pooing it, or trying to hold you back, you you don't have to hate them. Just don't associate with them. That's right. You know, That's right. eliminate that negative that negativity out of your life, and surround yourself with people that you're not looking up to, yes. but looking forward at. Yes. Right. Yes. And one of the things that I love the most about you, brother, is and you gave this gift to me. You said it to me at BWC. What? And, and guys, look, Ramon is a friend. Like you are, brother. You're you're a friend to me. Absolutely. You, I, 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 I appreciate you so much. I love you. You're such a good love guy, you, like a legitimately good friend. And um, Ramon came to me. You came to me at the event, mm-hmm. and you said uh, one of the things you said was two things. The first thing was at the end of my 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 time, you said, Adam, how can we support you? Okay. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to do with my hands. And afterwards, you came to me and you said, Hey, like. Two things. One, don't walk away. Yes. Stand there and let people celebrate. I didn't mean to treat you like a kid, but I remember Adam walked away. No, I went like this. I went like, dude, it was awesome. It was so perfect. It was perfect. You're like, stand there and take it. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I'll stand here and take it, Ramon. (laughs) But. But it was, but it was, it was yes. true. And and I, and I didn't recognize that it was a thing that I hadn't recognized that I was actually, I was actually doing a disservice yes. to the crowd. And Adam, Be- somebody taught me that, you know, that I, no, I, I didn't a, know a friend. 
I went through the similar thing with somebody else. There was a lady, I'll never forget it. She said, go back out there. She, she, it was like a fellow speaker who like we look forward to, right? Yeah. Somebody who I trust. And Adam, that's why I did it to you because well, you need it and the audience needs to give it. I, I'm grateful for it. And for those of you who don't know, what happens is nine times out of 10, at the very end of my speaking engagement, when I have my time's up, I don't stand in front of a crowd and accept applause. I immediately walk off. Like I leave and I, and there's some, let's not, let's be real. There's some melodramatic response that Absolutely. comes with it, right? Sort of a mic drop. I'm out yeah. sort of a thing. Um, but the other piece too, and this is something I wasn't aware of in reality, when you do that mic drop and you can walk off to have a dramatic experience as the speaker, I now recognize you have a responsibility and duty to come back out and acknowledge the recognition they give you, not because it boosts your ego, not because it feeds whatever whatever co arrogant concept you may think of yourself, but because that's the only way for them to show you that they appreciate yes. the value that you brought. And I'm so grateful for that lesson. It's like you rescue somebody, they're trying to hug you. No, get out of here. <laughs> Wait, don't touch me. Don't, don't touch me. <laughs> and I think also, um, oh, Guy Kawasaki, like OG entrepreneur back in the day, similar thing. I think something like the gift is not just giving, but receiving gifts, something, that kind of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you, get, you study all that. So yeah, yeah 100%. Adam, yeah. yeah. And then the other piece that you gave me too that I didn't have was, hey, dude, like, uh, why don't you have an offer? Yes. And I, I actually was, I was speechless on that. I had no, I had no answer, like really. And, and I, and I told you, I mean, I did, I told you, like, I felt like pitching a thing or, or, or trying to sell an offer during your engagement. Like, I believe that when you speak, your, re your responsibility is to deliver value to the listener, right. not try and pitch them to sell a thing. Um, and also like, at least, at least have a way for them to connect with you, yeah. at least have a, a way for them to, it, you're not boot again, it, it may not be a pitch. You may not be selling anything, but in reality, bro, like we are. Every That's time right. we That's stand right. in front of somebody, we're we're selling impact. And to help others, Adam, through this, you know, it's like when Adam Smith talks, he talks about the warrior's mindset, talks about violence and all these things, the two people, 10 people, half the room, 50% into it, that single mother whose tears are streaming and says, I want, I'm a, I'm a thin, petite female, but yes, I want to be a violent person. That sales exec who's just depressed and who's sad and who feels like ending his life. Mm -hmm. And he hears Adam's story and he gets hope. Adam and Ramon and all of us were serving, but Adam's case, he's doing a disservice by not allowing them to invest with you or roll with you or whatever it may be. Yeah. So that's the lens it is because they trust you now. You serve them. She wants, she, 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 what more can we do? You know, it's and funny. I learned that I was given a speech on Twitter. And again, I have to do this. I have it through my celebrity CEO, but Adam, I'm telling you, yes, you get money for it, but I'm realizing, yeah, I just talked about 10 ways to use Twitter. So Ramon, can you teach us that now? No, go Google it. <laughs> There's a YouTube channel for that. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called uh the Ramon the Ramon Ratio. Right. Like that's what it, that's the YouTube channel that you should be going to. But thank you, Adam, for the as much as you give and share and teach others, because you're a leader, you teach leaders how to lead, you receive so much, not from everybody, I'm sure, but you receive the good stuff and you're so humble about it to say, let me sit and receive. So that's the mark also of a good leader who can say, you know what? Nope. Let me learn. I'm getting my notepad out and learning. That's that's a beautiful thing. I appreciate that. I really does. It means a lot, man. And 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 I got to tell you, I I'm so grateful for you. I really appreciate you taking. I know you're busy, man. I you not just with business, not and you're not like there's a there's a difference between busy being busy and sure. being and being productive. And your actions, 
I've not seen you be busy. I've seen you be be productive. Well, I appreciate that. Wow. And, 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 and and I'm, and I know that your time is taken up and dedicated and there's really not a whole lot of time in your day. Mm -hmm. That's not already dedicated to either the production of the new lines of revenue, the uh, continued, uh, the continued tweaking of what you're currently doing into a level of excellence that it's not yet achieved. And also really spending time with your family, leaning into your community, being a church leader. Um, The last question I want to ask you is this. I think that there is a misconception around the term of balance. Mm. And the term oftentimes is based on this concept of quote, work life balance. And people take vacations in order to seek balance. Mm. And I, now I'm going to wait to give you the rest of my opinion. I want to hear yours. Sure. And by the way, uh, yes, after this, I'm going to go sit and watch K-dramas, which I detest, with my wife and my sister-in-law for a couple hours. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I detest it because they're all, the men are so cute and all this. And I'm like, really? Let there be some hot girls on a movie and me say they're so hot. No, no, I can't do it. But they go, right. oh my God, Sheng Wang Li is so cute. What? <laughs> Wait, excuse me? What did you just say? <laughs> I'm sitting here. So here, here's the thing to answer your, your great question, Adam, about balance and all these things. Let's say, and I'm speaking your language, which I'm learning a little bit, but you can help me out here. Sure. The goal is to get to the top of the mountain. Okay. People think that balance may mean we walk two steps, rest, walk two steps, rest, walk two steps, rest. That's not what I think that means. I believe it may mean I walk 10 steps because the urgency is there, because the weather's good, because I can, whatever reason, 10 steps, and maybe I'm only resting for two beats. And then maybe I only go one step. So what I'm trying to say in a, in a confused way, maybe it's not confusing, is that I don't believe everything has to be like this. Mm-hmm. There are seasons in my life, Adam, where I've told my family, I'm at the UN. I have to get my bachelor's. I have to go to night school. I have small kids and I have a business to run. Family, I need two years. Wait, say two that years. again. Say that yes. again. Getting my bachelor's, had a small family, had a business to run, and working full-time at the UN at, at that time. So told family, dad's not going to be around for two years, meaning I'll be at the table, but I need your permission to check out as much as I can because I got to grind. My wife, go forth. Friend of mine, he was complaining. You hear me talk about church quite a bit. It's important to me. He said, Ramon, I'm getting my MBA. He was at Sunday school. doing I said, dude, don't worry about Sunday school. Drop it. God will forgive you. Forget it. Go get your MBA. And he did. So that's if that's helpful, Adam, yeah, we like to say balance, everything's fair. But sometimes Adam's going to tell his kid, your baby. Dad's away for six months. That's going to hurt. It's going to be painful. But when I come back, that pe- that bank's going to look different. <laughs> and it'll be good for both of us. You get where I'm getting at. So yeah, is that, how would you say that? I want to hear your answer. That's that's yeah, what I think about. That's now. a really, I, you know, I've not heard that analogy before. Like, hey, I might, the weather's good. The climate's sound. I'm, I, we're, I'm jamming, right? And like, oh, you know what? The weather's crap. The climate's not sound. But I, and I hear that. I think that's brilliant. I, I had this I, I do. I think about this concept a lot because mm-hmm. I hear this a lot. Like entrepreneurs are constantly talking about, I want that work-life balance. And somebody once said, I get, oh, I'm going on vacation. And my response was, I hate the term vacation because that is a, that we look at that as an opportunity to escape life. And I don't want to escape life. I want to live life. Yes. And so the way I look at this and my perspective on this is very similar to yours. And that is, the, the seasons of my life that I choose to live 
because I'm choosing to take on those tasks. I'm choosing to challenge myself to grow personally, professionally, familially, be better father, the whole nine yards. The seasons I take on, as long as I'm communicating those seasons and get buy-in, then we're good. But the way I look at it is this. I look at it as um, think energy investment. So Mm -hmm. if you can imagine in your mind a a four-channel, like a four-channel slider, right? An audio slider, yeah? Mm -hmm. And each, each channel represents some different aspect of your life. So maybe channel one is your, is your health and fitness channel two is your family. Channel three is your business and finances and channel four is your faith. Yeah. And, and I, I break it down this way. I broke it down this way when I was a personal professional development coach. Um, I broke it down this way when I owned my own develop personal professional development company and I, I broke it down these four pillars. But if you think about those slides and you think about, okay, I can't, I can't devote 25% of my effort across all four aspects of my life and expect any one of them to improve. In fact, if I only devote 25% of my effort into across all, all aspects of my life, then I can only assume they're going to diminish hmm. in, in the significance I find in them or in their ability to perform. So I have to recognize that sometimes there are things that I'm going to turn down in order to turn up. Yes. Right. So I might launch the volume of my finances, which is a business, a focus on business and personal finance growth and development. I may push that sum of gun all the way to 98% in the volume. And I might dedicate half a percent to the other ones because I recognize that in this moment, in this season, this is the piece that has to move forward. And so I choose to make that my loudest action. I love that volume example. It's, it's helped me understand, like I, I used to describe it as a battle, like a war a, a war on four fronts. And if you can imagine a square, right? And so if you imagine the square and we equally divide our troops, eventually we're going to get overrun. But if we recognize that as, as our opponent, as our adversary presents itself on different sides, we readjust our forces to the different fronts of our war so that we can ho- not hold off, but actually push back the bad guy. But then I was like, you know, I don't really like that concept because that means that when I reinvest my time and energy, I'm quote, giving up ground. And that's mm-hmm. not the case, right? I'm that, that's not the case. I'm just decreasing the volume mm-hmm. in which the effort is taking place. Yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's kind of the way I look at it. I think balance is a bullshit concept. I, listen, I agree with you. And I think the way to help with that balance as you grow your company, we grow our companies is hiring people. When I think of the exact example you gave Adam, I, I'm a, a month ahead in content for my company, zoneofgenius.com, because I'm raising the level and I, I hope to sell it for a million or more within one to three years. So I've had to raise the level of what I'm doing on Zone of Genius. Now, for my brand celebrity CEO, my team member, Jamie, she's running it. So Ramon's diminished a bit, but since we're entrepreneurs and we can do that, she's raising it. So Adam, I think that point was head on because if you don't, Adam, you're going to just be doing this through life. You're going to be frustrated that you're not where you want to be. And yeah. it's a mess. Well, so. see, that's, so that's when, so now we, now, okay. So now imagine if you will, <laughs> four channels, right. Mm. And you have these four channels, but then you have in these four channels, you have bonus sections. So you have your hundred percent, right. Mm. But then it goes into the yellow section and then the red section. And that yellow section and red section, that volume piece, that's the bonus. Actually, you could go one more. Rather than you having your volume, you have your volume knobs, and then you have a little knob next to it, right? Little Mm -hmm. sliders next to that. That's when we get into the concept of force multiplication, right? That's when we get into that idea. How can I train someone to replace me to do all the things that, that that will suck my time investment away from the other things? So like for you, a celebrity CEO, 
you know what? You have somebody running celebrity CEO. That means that you get to turn the volume down on that and turn the volume up somewhere else. But more importantly, now you have, now you have, now there's extra. That's right. Because right? you force multiply. Right. You can't ever replace yourself because no one can be Ramon Ray, but Ramon Ray. And the time I, I'll be in Orlando next week. I'll be in Atlanta next week and other things can keep running. But yeah, but, uh, yeah for sure. Oh man, dude. I have, I have enjoyed this so much. I appreciate I you. you. I, so I love much. you, man. Like truly, man. Absolutely. Truly. Can you please share with, uh, share with the listeners? If, if Pete, listen, if you have, if you heard something from Ramon and you want to get engaged with him and you want to follow him, I would highly recommend that you do it. Cause if you're not, then you're messing it up. Can you please share how everybody can follow you sure. um, and let everyone know where they can find you? First thing, what you all could do to me as a personal favor. Every time I get a chance to be with Adam on stage, I would love it. So if there's big events that they want some fire from Adam and Ramon, please call me or Adam. We'll be each other's agents and get us on stage together. We may yeah. then give you a sweet deal. So that's one. But you can just find me at RamonRay.com. Not Ramoncito, not Raven, not Papicito. No, it's just RamonRay.com or ZoneOfGenius.com or CelebrityCEO.com. Adam Smith, you are an amazing human. I love you. Love your vibe. And I feel like you're my lost brother. In fact, they probably couldn't tell us apart except for the glasses. That's why I wore mine today, man. That's it. That's it. You, we had to have some sort of differentiating factor because the glasses definitely set it off. There's no question about that. Look, Guys, if you're not following Ramon, you have to follow Ramon. Please find him on Instagram, uh, find him on Facebook, go to his website, get onto his mailer. Just having the opportunity to follow a man with so much wonderful and spectacular energy who looks at the world in such a positive light, who doesn't let the negative of the world hold him down and keep him back is a great example of what's truly possible if you're willing to not live in the mentality of victim and you recognize that you have the ability to turn on your savage mentality and go fucking get it. This is a Savage Freedoms Podcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.